Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, the I Am Rap for Stereo Podcast Tour is going down. Thursday, July 26th in Toronto, me and G Moody. Last name rhymes with duty. Saturday, August 4th in New York City. Saturday, August 18th in Houston, Texas. Wednesday, August 22nd in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Union Transfer. And Saturday, August 25th, we're going right into the belly of the beast. We will be performing in Boston, Massachusetts. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast World Tour continues. All tickets are available at I Am Rappaport Tour. Dot com. All right, my name is Michael Rappaport. You are now listening to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, where me and G Moody will be doing our things. We got sick fucks of the week. We're discussing, not discussing LeBron James once again, and so much more with me and G Moody. Last name rhymes with duty. Plus, we got special guest, hip-hop royalty, literally Hip-hop royalty, son of the great Ice Cube, O'Shea Jackson, true blue hip-hop royalty. O'Shea Jackson Jr. is talking about what it's like to grow up to one of the people who created gangster rap, how he got the part in Straight out of Compton to play his father, Ice Cube, what's good and not good in hip-hop today, and so much shit-talking. O'Shea Jackson Jr. is a young shit-talker on the rise. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Coming up next, Miles Jordan, let me get something funky. I love my bookie. I love World Cup. It's been so much fun. The World Cup has been nuts so far. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I've been taking action on nearly 
every game. I'm betting on almost every World Cup game. Favorites have been tying or losing every game, and we need to be in this together to win big. Come bet with me or against me. I am the Juru at mybookie.ag. Sign up now and use the promo code CUP to get a 50% bonus for your World Cup action. And I'll tell you something else, because a lot of people do not think I know what I'm talking about. Okay, well, we've put up our own personal odds about where LeBron James will wind up this season, what team LeBron will wind up on, what team Kawhi Leonard will end up on. Check that out under the NBA specials. I know about basketball. You think you know more about basketball than I do? Let's do it. MyBookie.ag. And as you know, I will be prowling the sidelines of the big three the entire summer. You can also bet on who's going to win the big three championship in Brooklyn, New York this summer at the Barclays in late August. Go to MyBookie.ag now. Use the promo code CUP to get a 50% bonus for your World Cup action. All right, it's the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct. My name is Michael Rapport, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. the Jake LaMotta of podcasting. I'm here with G. Moody, the Ed McMahon of podcasting. Haven't used that one in a while. Three-time podcast co-host of the year. You are now rocking with the best. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. And a lot of people ask me, why do you say stereo? Listen to the quality of the sound. Yeah. Okay, we're giving you dimensions of audio that most podcasts, I I don't mean any disrespect, they just do not give. Yep. Absolutely. And we Uh, get it. Go ahead. And we get it from all the fans, all the uh, people that call in and, and say, yo, the quality is par excellence. Um, on today's podcast, as I said, uh, we have a lot of shit talking. We have some sick fucks of the week. There's been some not-so-friendly skies incidents. Um, a lot of new music has dropped. I am going to give a song-by-song review of the new Nas album. Uh, that was produced by Kanye West. Seven songs, seven fucking songs. That's what they—that's what they give us now. Seven songs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he had a big, uh, big listening party out in Queens. Kim Kardashian, who's probably never been outside of Manhattan, she was at the uh, big listening party. Yeah. All her cronies—they were out there, uh, you know, near Queensbridge Projects. Oh all, man. They—they they're curated moments. These are curated oh. moments. These are not spontaneous moments. Uh, uh, these are curated moments. Yo, we want to create yeah. this moment. We want to create this vibe. Forget spontaneity. That doesn't happen anymore, especially for, uh, with Kanye West. <laughs> Matter of fact, we're just going to jump into that. To that. Wait, album. wait. <laughs> for 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 them going to Queensbridge is like going to the Great Wall of China. Yeah, it's like, oh wow, I've heard so much about this place. Oh look my god, look at that building. Look at that building. Why do all those buildings look the same? They're, Wait, there's 10 or 12 buildings over here that looked... Oh, these are Queensbridge projects. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. They're going to rub rub the wall like the Notre Dame motherfuckers. <laughs> Nas released <laughs> the record. 
Um, Nazir, uh, Friday, I believe it was the 15th. I only know that because my brother's birthday is June 16th. Happy birthday. Uh, oh, word. A, again, to Professor Eric Rappaport. Hell yeah. He, he, Happy birthday, E. He's the one with the smarts in the family. So Nas had a big listening party uh, the night before out Queensbridge Projects. Um, Kim Kardashian and her friend with the fucked up face uh, that she's always with. The, the guy, not the girl, the guy with like the, like the face and the fake nose. He got the fake nose and he's always on the show. He's like, acts like he's got his fuck. He talks like he's literally has his finger jammed up his ass. I don't know if he does or he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know what his sexual orientation is, but he sounds like he's got like a finger and or a pencil uh, 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 jammed up his ass. Oh, yeah, they were out there maybe. taking pictures on the big Hummer. Like, you know, they were like, oh, who needs the Beat Nuts? Who needs the Lost Boys? Who needs 50 Cent? Who needs LL Cool J? You got the Kardashians and Queens. Yeah, yeah. They, they, like I said, it's like a, uh, the seventh wonder of the world in their world. It's like, oh, my God. And, and Queensbridge. Like, when they went over the bridge, they're like, oh, my God, it's only 15 minutes away. Wait, yeah. I thought you had to, like, take a journey to God here. Right. <laughs> What's going on? Exactly. So they are, it's the great, like I said, the Great Wall of China. This is one of the seventh wonders of the world. The, the world, uh, America's largest housing project. That's like a big deal for them. Like, we got to take pictures on it. Can we, can we take one of these bricks? Oh, my God. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, when, the, when the fucking the Berlin Wall crumbled. They're like, oh, I'm going to steal this. I'm going to bring this in. We're going we're gonna to bring this back to California. I'm going to try to put this in a museum. Right, right. Oh my never, God. Mind that, ne <laughs> never mind that uh, human beings are being uh, warehoused there. But uh, we're, no, we're, we love this, it. And this brick, and I'm going I'm to take some of this dirt. Because one day it's going to be worth so much money. Oh, yeah. God. Fuck. So did you listen to the record? I heard a few joints. Uh, I'm uh, still on the fence. I have to keep listening, man. And that, that's a bad sign. I agree. Um, as Toby Morris and I was discussing, uh, Toby Morris, friend of the Iron Report Stereo Podcast, we've been texting a lot about it. Um. I feel like I have to force myself to like this record. Yeah. Uh, that's and with Kanye doing his record, which is trash. His record's trash. His record is the worst of the four records that he's put out this month. He put out the, the Kid Cudi collaboration. I don't fuck with it. He put up the Pusha T record, which I really like. And he put out the Nas record. And your own record is the, is the trashest. And we forget... It was just a few weeks ago that he was talking all that shit. All that slavery was a choice um, and all the crazy TMZ shit. And I started to think, I said, was he doing this? Because now that it looks like, now he's not talking about any Trump shit. He's in right. Queensbridge. You know, it's like all hip hop. You know, you got the dreads out there. You got the gods out there. You wasn't talking any of that shit out in Queensbridge. But to get the, the, the world's attention, you talked all that shit. And I don't think it was like, like strategically planned that way, but I feel like subconsciously, because we didn't hear a shit from him for months. And then he's talking all this Trump shit and people like him, don't like him. They're boycotting him. They're not boycotting him. Then he puts out the music and all four records are like doing great on the, on the streaming charts. 
Well, yeah. I'm here to remind you once again, your record, Kanye West, is whack. It's unlistenable. You, 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 <laughs> you know, like um, the great uh, jazz oh. artist Ornette Coleman? Yes, of course. You know how some of his music got two-way out there? Right. Spaced out shit. Like, it, you can't at. listen to it. Even the great John Coltrane. Some of his music, like Ascension um, and, and, and these, like, you know, you know like, I, I can't remember the name of the songs. Like, some of the Coltrane music that just, it, it was, yeah. it's just too much. Yeah, these guys was on heroin, too, so it's fusion. And the only thing I, I fuck with, I don't, I don't fuck with Kanye about, is, yo, it's not funky. That's it. That's that's the only thing. That shit ain't funky, man. Period. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, period. Like all the other shit, yo, it's it, it doesn't move me because it's not funky music, man. And and, and that's the thing, man. But you know the, is, the, but the thing the thing that bothers me about it, and I know that you don't really sort of get upset about it as much as I do, but the thing that really bothered me about all four of these records, and, and particularly the Nas one, because that's the one we cared the most about is that because I find him so annoying, it's not that I care about the political stuff. I think the guy's fucking nuts. That's what I think. I think he truly has like some, some like he's fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But yeah. he's made some, he's, let's just say, forget, forget whether he's bipolar, as he says, or not, whatever. He's obnoxious. Yeah, he got to be bipolar. Okay, but he forget all it. that. For, for, the, the, a residue of his bipolar is is just an unlikable, obnoxious quality. And all the musicians that I've liked and respected and anticipated their music, and we're talking whether it's Michael Jackson's new record, whether it's Stevie Wonder putting out a new record, whether it's a new Tribe Called Quest record or Jay-Z record, a new Black Moon record, a new Large Professor record. It doesn't matter. New, new brand Nubian shit. New, new Chuck D shit, new public enemy shit. Out of all the people I named and all the people I didn't name, them being obnoxious never quantified into the equation. Oh, okay. Like, like so it's never I had to be like, oh, well, I don't want to listen to Erica Badu because she's, she's just too fucking annoying or I don't want to listen to the new Root shit because uh, uh, Questlove is just too annoying or, oh, I don't want to listen to, you know, the new... Uh, beat nuts shit because juju from the beat nuts he's just too annoying like his his interviews are just too obnoxious right right right. out of all these people that i like whether it's the white stripes like more rock shit red hot chili peppers i'm never like these guys are fucking obnoxious i don't like their personality and that's going to affect how i like the music and as much as i try to not let his personality affect my judging the music he's so obnoxious and so unlikable that it played into it like, he's so much of a, a person who's out of touch, you know, with what people like. And he, he's so um, arrogant and so self-indulgent that it made my listening to the Nas record. I had to keep listening to it, keep listening to it to get past that. Now, that being really? said, oh, yeah, man, I can't stand this fucking guy. I think he's a fucking Damn. clown. Damn. It's that bad. Yo. I just want some funky music, man. I, I know, I, I know. And funky funk beats and fly rhymes. It's it's a simple concept. I always want that. That's my standard. And um, if you could flip it and the MC could get down on it, that's my standard. If you're doing some other shit that doesn't make my head nod immediately, yo, you lost me. That's always been since I've been nine years old, man. So I, I don't. I it's, it got to be funky. DJ Premier said that. Yo, 
Funky, man. Prince. Funky. You know what I mean? So that's what that's what James Brown uh uh developed. Well created. I'm gonna break down this record, uh uh, which in my first thing is that it feels incomplete. Even the songs uh, uh that I think are 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 good feel incomplete. Um some of them feel unfinished. I feel like it, it, they they decided to do a record together, but no one was fully locked in and loaded into the purity that made Nas great. Listen, we're not going back to 91, 92, 93. Yeah. You're never going to recreate Illmatic. You're never going to create where you put these, you know, three or four extraordinary producers all together and everybody was trying to outdo uh, uh, and the stars were aligned, and MC Search and Pete Rock and Premier Large Pro Q-Tip and Nas is never going to be 19 again. I know that. He's never going to have that first record again. I know that. Uh, uh, just like, you know, fucking Donovan Mitchell's never going to have his rookie season. You know, yeah. it, it's it, people grow, they change, they evolve. So I get all that. I get all that. But keep, keep it funky, motherfucker. Exactly. Keep it funky. Keep right. it funky. And, you know, uh, the, the first song on the record is called uh, Not For Radio. It's not really even a song. You got Puffy on there doing his shit talking. And, you know, there's, it's, it's, it's like an intro to a song. So it's called Not For Radio. It's like, a, it's like an intro for a song. So right there, we go from seven songs to six songs. Right there, we have one less song because that's not really a song. It's just like a setup for a record. Okay? The, the second song on the record is Cop Shot The Kid. Or Cop Shot um, with a dope Slick Rick sample from Cop Shot the Kid um, uh, for, I think it's a sto um, children's story. And uh -oh. it starts off with a Richard Pryor uh, sample and it melds into it. Dope. But then his song, like Nas is kicking his shit. And then you got to fuck it. And then this is when it, like, it becomes a distraction. And then Kanye comes in, he's rhyming. And I'm like, you're not really that dope. You, you, <laughs> you're not that dope and you're unlikable. So just stay, stay behind the boards. You know what I'm saying? Or, or have AZ come in there and rhyme. Give us some nostalgia. And that song, as much as like the, the, the sample is dope and it's like the Slick Rick shit, it just ends. It's like very short song. And that's why I feel like, like a song like that, that's unfinished. You know, like I'm like, this is not like, why, why are you stopping the song? Like, why, why, is, it, why is it ending? Um, so that's a good song, but it's short. Uh, the White Label song, it's just the next song, eh, not funky. Uh, uh, you know, it's some witty bullshit. Not funky. Nas Escobar is always going to kick shit. His rhymes are always tight. He's always kicking knowledge. Not funky. Eh. I give that an eh. That's my review of White Label. Eh. The song Bonjour, right. talking about what he eats, what he drinks. Again, this is like, I'm like, this is Nas Escobar. You're giving me seven songs, which is really just six songs. This, this song Bonjour, nah, nah. Nah. <laughs> well, yeah. um, okay. The best song on the record is, is it's got like a real sort of emotional feel to it. It's called Everything. I'm, that's a good song. It's a dope song. Nas is kicking. He's kicking some heavy shit. It's dope. Right. This dude, Future, is on there singing. And then here comes Kanye singing. And, and I just uh. want to make a message directly to you, Kanye. Whoever told you you could sing... Whoever is telling you that you should be singing, you need to talk to that person. That person is fucking lying to you, Duke. You're not a good singer. 
You That's especially Caitlin. you're not a good singer, especially with Al Green alive, especially with Keith Sweat alive, especially with Lionel Richie alive. There's so many other people you could get to sing on your record. Who the fuck are you? To, Lenny Williams is alive. There's so many great singers. Stop singing. You can't <laughs> sing, Duke. And I th- Jay-Z shut down auto-tunes with that auto-tunes is dead shit. And you're still doing that shit. Oh, man, everybody's doing that. Jay, Jay shut that shit down. They still rocking. You didn't listen to fucking Hove. That's Yo. the problem. You didn't want to listen to fucking Hove, and here we are with you fucking singing on the best song on the record, which is not even like a Nas joint. It's the type of song that could be played at a climactic point in Fifty Shades of Grey or Batman. It's not a, Nas- it's not a banger. Nas is kicking knowledge, but it's, it's like a Kanye song. It could be like in a car commercial. Oh. Keith Sweat is alive. Let Keith Sweat sing on the record, Duke. Stop. Yeah. Nas, at his best, is with Large Pro, Primo, Pete Rock. That, that's when Nas is at his all-time best. So, yo, experiment with this dude. And, yo, give the fans Large Pro, Primo, Pete Rock, and some other, some other, and Dre, fuck it. <laughs> Q-tip. Yep, exactly. That's when he's at his best. So he, the, the other dudes that made the bangers for, in the past for him, high tech, you, you, you know what it is. Yeah, yeah. And he got my Those man large professor at the listening party for this shit, like standing next Look. to these, these clowns. Like, yo, this is yeah. royalty right here. Yo, I know large pro, and I know he was like, yo, this shit is whack, B. I know it. I know it. When he heard it. Because Large Pro is a, a connoisseur of music. I, I know this dude. We was talking. Yo, his knowledge is vast. You can't fuck with that dude. And then to hear some old space shit with your man who you knew as a youngster on some old space shit. And everybody lording this shit like it's nice. Bullshit, yo. The last two songs, Adam and Eve and Simple Things. I listened to this album about... 12, 15 times, listen to it in the crib on my Sinos, listen to it on my headphones. They're both, eh, nothing special. There's yeah. not, even that one song that I think is really good and, and Nas's voice is just sick on that everything, there's not a banger on here. And the one song that is bangerish just ends and it's not a banger, it's just like a dope little joint. Very disappointed with this record. Kanye is obnoxious. He ruined it. I don't know why... Or what propelled or compelled Jay-Z and Beyonce to release their record. A lot of theories like they were trying to shit on their shine, shit on Kanye, shit on Nas. The whole ether takeover thing. They put out their, their record. There's moments of, of dopeness from Hove. I got to be honest, as much as I respect Beyonce, her music always feels foreign to me. I, oh. it's, just, it's just way too fe- It's way too female or something. Please On the record explain. now, she's cursing. She, she's saying the N-word over and over. I'm confused because uh, she used to never do that. And, and she used to be clean cut. You couldn't get a word out of her. Now she's talking shit. N-word this, fuck this, fuck that. And I'm like, is that the real yeah. you? Or, or is, is the real you when you were like, you know, super clean? Who's the real you? Oh. And, and it doesn't mean I don't respect her as an artist. She's a dope artist. But like, I'm just like, what, what's your deal? There, but there's some, oh. there's some shit on there. I didn't get to listen to it as much as I would like to give it, it the, the full review. But, you know, Hove, he kicked some shit. Um, you know, and, you know, it's some grown shit. 
And and it's right. definitely some shit you you could rock over the summertime. It's definitely some summer shit. There's moments I can't give it my full review, but I gave you my full review of the Nazir record. And and I gotta say, as much as I wanted to love it, I don't love it. My favorite song of the last few months of new music being put out is still 215 by my man Black Thought from the Roots. That's my shit. I fuck okay. with that. With that, that's only like a little sample platter too. But four out of five joints on there are smackers, and the fifth one is just some more like you know R and B flowetry, Erica Badu shit. But it's still dope. But f- there's four out of five bangers, and the first song on there, two fifteen. Yo, he he's the artist of the year because when you look <laughs> at when you look at the, the, you know like it was just six months ago that he did the Funk Flex. Um, freestyle for like 12 minutes yeah yeah he's that lost that lost art man he he does it the way you know we grew up and and you know back in the days but that's the art form and he's that guy and Nas, yo but you know these cats getting older now they go into these uh these younger motherfuckers for beats and shit because they got influence and it's a different game it ain't that boom bap music so Nas doesn't need to defer to kanye west yeah, but Nas yo, is Nas. Con- Kanye West is a fucking obnoxious fucking but, nut job who's unlikable. His persona right, but, is unlikable. And you know what but, I'm gonna do to not to Kanye West? To to show him what it's like to put out these seven song little fucking sampler platters. I'm gonna make my own personal best of Kanye West playlist with only seven songs and see how you like it, you fuck. That's how I'm gonna <laughs> get back to you. I'm gonna make my Spotify. Best of Kanye playlist, and it's only going to have seven songs, and I'm going to stuff it right back up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> but, yo, Kanye, uh, no matter what we say about this cat, he got a lot of influence, and, yo, that's why these dudes go, I mean, they go to him, like, because, yo, all these young motherfuckers, Kanye is their dude. So I can understand it, but all I want is this shit to be funky, man, and, and I could get with it, but shit, but it's no... It's not funk, man. It's it's something else. It doesn't make my head nod. It's not inspiring. So I don't I don't get it. And and these MCs, Nas and them, it's difficult. Yeah, what they do, I mean, when, when Nas is going, like on that one song, everything, he's kicking some fly shit. And I was just like, yo, this is like, yo, homeboy. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's kicking he's some shit. He's great, man. Nas is great, man. But at his best. It's New York City style shit, man, because he's from New York. So at his best, it's that boom bap. It's Primo. It's Pete Rock. It's Large Pro. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, Marley. It's 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 that shit where he's at his best. Exactly. When you look at like the top twenty Nas songs, anyone could do it. Like, and there's you could do more than twenty. But when you look at like you know, if I ruled the world, yeah. New York State Large. of Mind, Hate Me Now. You know, if you yep. look at like Made You Look, One Mic. There's something yep. in common with all those songs. You know, Absolutely. whether it's the Don, you know, like there's something in common with all those songs. You fucking yep. with this dude who's out there and he, he doesn't need to have this guy on his record. I wouldn't fuck with him at all. I just have Pete. I'll have fucking uh, my guys. Yo, when you when, when you in the sunset of your career and you, you got this type of cachet, yo, I want to keep it how I rocked it. We already made our shit. Boom. Let's 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 keep it funky. It's art, but but dudes feel they need to go, you know, with with uh the, the influencers, what they call them. But well, that shit ain't funky. That nope. shit ain't funky. Nope. That's what I'm talking about. It's not funky. I agree. 
And my seven-song Kanye West best-of playlist will be up uh, uh, soon. And you can see how he fucking likes it. Miles Jordan, let me hear something funky real quick. All right, this is your last chance to get some gorgeous, beautiful, always guaranteed butter soft t-shirt. The Wasteland t-shirt. Listen, this thing's going to be a fucking relic, okay? But you should wear it with pride. The Air Moody t-shirt, gorgeous. G. Monetti missing that dunk. I know he missed that dunk. Murder Doc and Chill, the sucker shit t-shirt in black and or white. The You Fuck You t-shirt, the Disruptive Behavior t-shirts, and so much more. Get all Buttersoft. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast gear at districtlines.com forward slash I am Rappaport. That's districtlines.com forward slash I am Rappaport. All Buttersoft t-shirts guaranteed to fit, to feel good, make you feel like a million bucks. Go to districtlines.com forward slash I am Rappaport. All right, so uh, as I told you, we got my main man, O'Shea Jackson, son of icon, Ice Cube, O'Shea Jackson Jr., of course, the son of Ice Cube, O'Shea Jackson, uh, coming on. This dude talks Shit, it's funny because Ice Cube is so, so it keeps it close to the vest, low key. You know, you could get him going. I've known him for a, a good amount of years, but his son is is a up-and-coming shit talker. We're talking about what it's like to grow up, you know, in a family of hip-hop royalty. His father's Ice Cube. I mean, that's that's a lot. That's Hell a lot. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Ice Cube has raised his kids beautifully. This is a good kid, funny kid, loves basketball, loves to talk shit, starred. Of course, and straight out of Compton, as his father, um, was just in another film with uh, 50 Cent, Den of Thieves, and he's doing his thing as, as a young man in Hollywood. So uh, he's coming up uh, a little bit later on the I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast. This kid, this young rapper who just uh, got shot and killed, uh, uh, X, yeah. um, Triple X. I, condolences to his family, man. Man, it's 20 so bad, years man. old. Damn, 20. I meant shit. Woo. That's terrible, man. I don't know what happened, but yo, that violence and all that, that gun violence and all that shit, that street shit, I don't know what it was, but yo, that shit comes back to bite you all the time. Um, Johnny Cluckhead, Johnny Cokehead, yeah. Johnny Fuck yeah. Up, Johnny Manziel uh, sat on the bench. For the entire game. Yeah, I, I saw. He getting no burn out there in the CFL for the first game of the season with the Tiger Cats. If you're on the bench the entire game. You ain't all that, B. You're out there in Canada playing Canadian football, and you're the draw. And Word. they can't figure out a way to put you in the goddamn game. And you're the American out there. You're, the American, out there. you're the American <laughs> fuck-up. Yeah, it's like it's like a shit show. Like, come watch, come watch the fuck up. See if he still got something left in the take. And they sit you on the bench. <laughs> word, word. Warren Moon went out there and showed his ass, man. What it's, you doing? That was easy work for Warren Moon. It's like when Steph yeah. Marbury's in China. Of course, he's gonna score fifty, yeah. sixty. You're supposed yeah. to be so nice. Your Heisman Award. Give your Heisman to Big Mike Evans. He got you that Heisman Award, Duke. Word. You out in Canada and you can't get no burn. 
And you know they want to figure out a way to put him in the game. It's like, yeah. yo, nobody's checking for these games. If we put Johnny Manziel and you could do some of that fly shit you were doing in college, that makes the highlight reels in America. That's good for Canadian football. And they couldn't find two seconds to put you in the game, yeah. Duke? Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to be all that, and they can't give you a couple of snaps? Damn. Barstool <laughs> clowns, these motherfuckers. Any, anybody associated with that bullshit company. One of the dudes, because uh, we're officially uh, out of that shit. One of the dudes that was talking all that shit, I, 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 uh, this dude, Lewis, his name is Buddy Love. Shit uh -huh. on him if you want. He just opened up a company. He left, he left that piss hole. He opened up a company selling some canned rosé. Duke. How you gonna sell dudes can rose? What the fuck is you trying to? Yo, my oh. man. You 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 guys think that all that old stooly shit travels? You got a little wake up call going to all you motherfuckers, all you motherfuckers, you pencil pushing desk job having motherfuckers over there at that whack ass company, and you got your man Johnny Cluckhead. You give him a podcast. The shit is trash. Yo, you got a dude, a former Heisman Award winner who who snorted his way out of the NFL. <laughs> on the bitch right. in Canada can't get any better you giving this motherfucker a podcast I know podcasts Word. are like assholes and everybody's got one but goddamn, have some integrity about yourself and fuck yeah. your can rosé Duke yeah he gotta at least get some burn to get a podcast you can't Something. be on the bench in Canada man come on Doug man you can't, you can't dominate in Canada yo you should be a cheerleader Duke yeah Doug Flutie he was out there. They came back. They they started. Warren Moon got out there. He started. Doug Flutie. Warren they Moon started. was out there throwing ten touchdowns and shit. That's yo. If if you're a guy that's on the fence in the NFL and you're trying to prove your way back into the NFL and you can't even get a snap. Word. Opening game, Duke. What the fuck yeah. is you doing, man? Yeah, you not. You not. You not what they said you was, man. You're like not Denny's what Green. they said you was, but you're exactly what we said you was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not all that. And yo. Saturdays are just, for the boys. Talking that, just that's give it the, up, B. Saturdays are for the boys if you can't find some chicks to rub up against. Saturdays yeah. are for the boys if you can't get any ass, clown ass motherfuckers. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That that's a fucked up slogan for men. Like Saturday. Nah, Saturdays is for rubbing up with some chicks. It's for going to the club to try to bag some short, get some women. That's what Saturdays is for. Saturdays are for two-stepping at the club. Word. The fuck is you talking about? Saturdays yeah, yeah. are for the boys. What kind for of program y'all running? On, some Caitlyn shit, B. Over there on some, some the, the Lonely Boys Club of America. Motherfucker, yeah. get some friends, man. Yo. Yeah. Watch some Happy Days episodes. Check out Fonzie, how he used to do it. Yeah. Yes. Yo, Saturdays ain't for the boys. Saturdays is for cooling out, getting some drink. And getting some nice women around you. Fuck don't you let these don't let these motherfuckers fool you. Saturdays is for drinks and having women around you. <laughs> um, Miles Jordan, let me get some of that uh, sick fuck of the week. This award is earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. This guy's really sick. Lock him up. How could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn. You fuck the door. You what? You fuck the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What? Sick fuck. The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned. Not given. You did. What? No. 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 Yes. 
winning sick fuck of the week segment. It is earned, not given. It is earned, but not given. Uh, this is an award-winning segment where we break down some of the sickest fucks of all of the last days, comings and goings, the sick fucks of the week. Um, I will start this. All right. I hate to bring up another incident. This is uh, becoming some sort of epidemic, but a New York City firefighter, a well-decorated, well-connected New York City firefighter who was uh, once booted from the New York City firefighting department uh, over some racist online rants. Oh. Uh, if, If that wasn't embarrassing enough, he has now been caught and charged for shitting, defecating in a neighbor's backyard in New Jersey. I feel like every single time that we do this award-winning Sick Fuck of the Week segment, we are now talking about one man crapping in another man's private private area and or just blatantly crapping out in public. Word. Why? I do not know. <laughs> but you... you- you're Mr. Kaleidos, motherfucker. You're supposed to shed light on I've this I've talked shit. about it, and I've thought about it endlessly. Y- yes, I am Mr. Kaleidos, and I am a guy who is known to drop a deuce in public, but, Jesus but Christ. I, have, I have my issues, and I'm not proud of it. Um, I am proud of the way I have dealt with it. I'm proud of the fact of, that I've never gotten caught. You hear that? That's me knocking on wood. God forbid... Would it be good or bad for business of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast? Would, be, would it be good for the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast business if you caught me on some infrared light, dropping a yeah. deuce in broad daylight? I don't know. In this day and age, if, if, if I would be looked at as a, as a hero, or would this just be just the end of us? Yeah, I think it would be the end because they would say, why he didn't go to the bathroom why, why, and why he didn't clean it up? See, that's the thing. Nobody cares. If you got a problem, you got a problem. But when you're doing this shit and then not clean it up, you're trying to say, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to say, fuck you, man. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to try to keep, uh, you know, get our way back to the bathroom uh, and and avoid incidents like that. Um, Yeah. Second sick fuck of the week. And he looks like a sick fuck of the week. And I want to give a shout out to the sick fuck of the week whisperer and all the fans who are just flooding my DMs, flooding I am Rappaport podcast at gmail.com i am rapport podcast at gmail.com uh flooding my instagram flooding my twitter my facebook uh with all these suggestions but once again the cream rises to the top the sick fuck of the week whisperer sent us this one gregory alexander 82 years old do you, do you know mr alexander nope looks like a, a a real sick fuck of the week of course they all do he's from florida uh, was charged with battery and interference uh, on an aircraft, uh, 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 interrupting and interfering with aircraft operations. He not only uh, screamed racial slurs and taunts at an American Airlines flight attendant, he, uh, uh, he pushed her and jabbed her with her finger uh, when he, uh, um, he called her a fat he, I think he believe he called her, uh, I'm quoting, a fat animal. Um, he was arrested. He managed to forcibly slide uh, past her and make his way back to his seat. 
old man, old man Gregory uh, uh, has been charged with various crimes. Listen, whether you're 82, my father's 85. Uh-huh. He, he not acting crazy like this when he's at the green kitchen or at the bar when he's flying. And, and if you're 82 and you can't fly alone and you've lost it, yo, you shouldn't be flying uh, on a plane. <laughs> and if you need a shit bag, bring yourself a shit bag. But when the Work. lady says sit down because there's, uh, uh, you know, turbulence or something, you got to sit down, Duke. I don't care how old you are, Duke. Yes. Sit down, man, when it's turbulence. I, I, got, I got a sick fuck for you right now. Check it out. Oh, have at it. Two roommates face rape charges for allegedly grooming a prisoner to be their sex puppy. So they invited homeboy over to do fetish. You know, puppy play is what they call it. Jesus. So money, they had money out on all fours, like acting like a dog. And and they were gonna wear him out, and hmm. then he was gonna be the he was gonna be the dog for the rest of the afternoon. Jesus, puppy play, puppy plays are, are are new now. I can't believe this, but they got uh they got charged, and they they was on some rape shit. They rape money. Oh, these people <laughs> are animals. And they turned him into a dog, and they raped him. Yeah, nothing funny about this. These are true blue sick fucks. Shame on these Absolutely. animals. Yeah, Jacob Lester and uh, Benjamin Mooney. Turned my man, invited his their friend over to turn him into a dog to wear him out. Did they arrest these animals? Undoubtedly. Jesus Christ. Um, this is a uh, uh, this is an update on one of our old sick fucks. You remember the mom in Kentucky yeah. who was trying to teach her 14-year-old daughter a lesson on not to drink, and she forced her daughter to drink so much that she passed out and you know, was sick and and all this. This is this is mothering in in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> this this animal got 20 years. Now I, I'm not saying she's not a sick fuck and she didn't deserve to go to jail, but I gotta say there's sex offenders out there. Yeah. 20 years is a long time. This woman obviously needs help, and uh, you know she should be charged with some sort of crime. But think about it. There's people carrying guns. You could get a gun charge and do five hard ones. This woman, obviously, she broke the law and, and she's a sick fuck. Yes, but 20 years? There's sex offenders that have molested people seven years, 11 years, and they somehow, way, get out of jail. To me, this yeah. is, I'm not in, in favor of any sick fucks of the week roaming the streets, but 20 years seems like a really harsh sentence. Thoughts, Mr. Moody? You are absolutely right. Um, that's disproportionate. I think uh, the punishment should fit the crime. And, of course, it'll, it'll probably be appealed. And, uh, yo, but that, you're right. 20 years is too too harsh, even though she's a sick fuck. Yeah, she but is, 20, obviously. Obviously. Right, but that, that's too much. That's too much time, man. Punishment fit the crime. Um, finally, a Boca Raton man, Florida, was at Miami International Airport peeing. Peeing in public at the airport. Let me just remind everybody. Yo, when you're at the airport, when you, you get into fights on planes and you're at the airport, yo, you're not on regular grounds, you dummy. You can't <laughs> piss against a tree at the airport. You can't just unfold the loaf 
and piss in Miami International Airport if you're not in the bathroom. It don't work <laughs> like that. You you're gonna get you're gonna get more charges than you were for for public indecency uh, at a park. You're in an airport. I don't know if it's federal or or what it is, but I I don't understand why people think airports and planes are the place to try to get crunk. It's not the place I, to try to get crunk. Yeah. Did you hear about the story where uh, a dude brought a, a sex doll up on the plane and he he was. Yo, he he tried to hit it. He hit the sex doll on the plane. They had to land the plane. Money. So you couldn't wait till you got off the plane. You couldn't yeah. wait. Like yeah. if you were like if you got all gacked up and you're 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 that hot, you couldn't uh, go in the bathroom and, and choke the chicken if you got to do that. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. When I was younger, I did that. I, I did that in my twenties. I did that a couple of times. Not all the time, but you know, five five hour flight. You're horny. You're young. You could do that. There's nothing. There's no Yo. shame in that. But when you're blowing up the sex doll wait, on wait, the plane, wait. we're going to land the plane, Duke, and, 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 and you might get beaten up on the plane. Wait, wait, wait. You choked the chicken on the airplane? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not in my seat. I said in the privacy of a bathroom. Shit. Yo, you bugging, yo. <laughs> you can't. You crazy, man. <laughs> well, this guy. You can't uh, wait? I, I'm saying this is years ago. I've been flying, oh, you know, oh. I've been flying for years. I'm saying this is years ago, I'm being honest, I'm being open. This guy uh, has been arrested, apparently, uh, inadvertently or, or on purpose, while he was peeing in public at the airport. An eight-year-old was nearby. Lock money up. You're yeah. an animal. We, yo, where, where's he peeing at? Near the gates? Where, where motherfuckers is waiting? Yeah, by the gate. By the gate. There's so many oh. bathrooms in the airport. Go to the gate, you fucking dog. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Damn. See, you want one yo, more? You want one more sick fuck of the week, people? Yeah, I'll give it give to you. Give me one. I'll give you one more. I, I, I'll give you one more. You want one more, G. I want it. You want one more. I'll give you one more. Uh, we got this from our own uh, Miles Davis, producer extraordinaire in Australia. These people, they think they, they really will do anything to get famous online. They will do anything to get famous on Instagram, social media, YouTube, and all that. Some sick fuck in Melbourne, Australia, posed as a cop. He was posing as a cop and uh, um, calling random people. He would get their information. He would do background checks on Facebook. He called them and he'd videotape it to get their reaction. He called a woman in Australia posing as a police officer and said that his, uh, to a mother, that his, her daughter had been hit by a truck and killed. I'm sorry, she passed away. And, and oh. filmed the reaction. Oh, see, that's that bullshit, man. See, that's so that to me, you should go to jail for 20 years. More than yeah. the alcohol. Now, the alcohol woman with the, with the woman in Kentucky, she deserves time. But that is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he should get 20 years. But if I was going to put one of them away, this guy would go away. Yeah, that's like a premeditated mean spiritness. Yeah, that's funny Just, to you, fat boy. This guy's a fat yeah. slob. This guy is a fat pig, and and he did this. You could uh, traumatize a family. You could cause a heart attack from that shit, man. Exactly. Yo, exactly. fifteen years, fifteen years, be based on. Just the thought of that. Just you being that type of human being. Fifteen years. That's man. how we get down. We give you fifteen years. Yeah. Uh, we, we are refusing once again, collectively, we have agreed 
uh, until there's some actual information to discuss on. I just wanted to throw this out there to the fans. We're, we're not talking about LeBron James on this episode of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, right? <laughs> it's over. He lost. It's over, man. I, I don't need to talk about this fucking guy. Like, uh, if, you, if you're going to get somebody, like, try to lure Steph Curry to the Lakers. This is a winner. Yeah. Get Draymond Green to the Lakers. Try to get Klay Thompson. Let him be the star. We're not discussing LeBron James. Everybody's like, <laughs> where's he going to go? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi, let me tell you something, my friend. Not only are you injured goods, but if I were you, I would figure out a way to stay with the greatest coach in basketball right now, Greg Popovich. You, you don't like playing for the San Antonio Spurs? Duke, you may not be all that. Now, have, nah, def- nah, ha- have nah, defense will travel, but do you think he's going to be like that dude when he goes somewhere else? I, I think uh, Kawhi Leonard has that DNA to be that dude. He was there. He won the MVP with Tim Duncan and these motherfuckers on the team. He has that DNA, and I want him to get that 200, and, and that's it, man. Let, let him get that 200 mil. Don't hate on this guy because you, you, you're, you're, you're turning into the NBA whore. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, you all over the place. First you in Golden State, you over there doing bullshit. Now you over here. Yo, stay in Golden State. Stop talking about us, man. Who's us? The rest of the league. I, I just... can't discuss the rest of the league. No, but but you on... who who are you with? Let, let's say let's let's just say we're not discussing are... LeBron. Excuse right. me. Check. Excuse me. All right. Excuse me. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I I just want to make an asterisk. We're not discussing LeBron. Because I, I promised that we wouldn't discuss LeBron. Are we, we're, can we agree on that? Yeah. If LeBron it. goes to the Lakers, forget who else he gets and all that. Who are you rooting for next season? Lakers. Who's the fucking slut? You're calling me a whore? <laughs> who's yeah, the slut? Who's, because the, who's, I, the, who's the back alley twenty dollars no, slut? No, you, no, no. You. I always said. I always said. Yo, I fuck with LeBron. LeBron makes. I the hope all, you practice safe wait, sex. Wait a you minute. Little wait slut, a minute. You. you. But but you claim to be Mr. New York. No. I didn't saw that video you oh, yes. put out today. Yes. I didn't saw that. Mr. New York. And, pe- and peace to my man Jason Berg for rocking that. But check it. You. Claim to be Mr. New York, yes. but I saw you yes. in Oakland. I saw you selling your ass at half court with these motherfuckers. So don't front on me. I don't claim to be New York, B. I'm from Brooklyn, but I fuck with LeBron. That's it. Okay, but but just to, just to backtrack, just to backtrack, with, for all intents and purposes, let's just assume, just uh, for shits and giggles, LeBron goes to L.A. So you're going to be out there with a little skirt and no panties next year sucking off LeBron. <laughs> just, 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 nah. just, just say that. Come on, B. Nah, man. Yo, all I'm saying is I hope he can get another championship. You sexualizing this shit on some freak shit, <laughs> but that's you. <laughs> but what I'm saying, yo, LeBron, we got to make it competitive. They got to do it. You got your guy over there. They fucking teamed up. Fuck, what, what, what? Hey, yo, it should be six teams in the league. Yo, now. I agree. Let me tell you something. The NBA is going to step in because... You know, one of the things that that the hot discussion, since there's really nothing to talk about, that's why I'm all in on the World Cup. By the way, shout out to shout out to everybody who's been hitting me up, uh, hitting us up yeah. about the World Cup. You see, Mexico beat the shit out of Germany, and anytime yeah. the Germans can lose in anything, uh, the proud Jew, the proud Jew in me stands up <laughs> and, and and shouts. 
Uh, yep. But I'm Shout all to in Mexico. on the World Cup because I'm not going to sit here um, and worry about that. Although you can bet, as I said earlier, you can bet with us or against us on mybookie.ag on where you think LeBron will go, where you think Kawhi will go. We're taking all kinds of wacky bets. But I'm not going to sit here and make these fake teams. Now they got Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and LeBron James going. The NBA is going to yeah. step in and they're going to be like, nope. Nope, this is not good for business. We can't yeah, have nine not. stars on two teams. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, you can't. So, yeah, they should step in to save the business because now it's clown shit because now all you need is six teams because we know who's going to get to the finals. So, yo, it's terrible. And, I, like, I'm going to make a prediction with the World Cup. I got Columbia to win this shit, B. I, yo, I'm not arguing with you. It, it, it's been competitive. There's been upsets. I love it. I, I'm enjoying yeah. it. It's a break from the conventional, uh, you know, sports that we get into. I, it's so exciting. These guys are busting their asses out there. They're Hell playing. Yeah. The fans are all in. Uh, so you have Columbia. Columbia. Columbia looks good. They're going to come out that, their group, and I got them to win it, and I'm saying it right now. Bro. Okay, so you have Columbia to win it, and you are going to dick ride the Lakers next season if LeBron, <laughs> if LeBron goes. Now, what if LeBron James goes to the other team they're talking about is Houston? Will you be sucking him off in Houston? Yes or no? Simple question. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> but it, wherever he go, I'm with it because they're going to go to the finals because that's, that's my dude, man. I like how he plays. All right, listen. Sorry. <laughs> listen, we've talked a lot of shit. And, and as I told you, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., uh, is uh, coming up next. He talks a whole bunch of shit about basketball, about hip-hop, about straight out of Compton, uh, and so much more. Great guest, great young, uh, young shit-talker from, shit, from a young shit-talking perspective. Coming up next on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, my man doing his thing, doing big things, talking big three, talking basketball, talking hip-hop, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah. This summer, I can't wait. They call me the Howard Cosell of the Big Three starting Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on FS1 from Houston, Texas. The Big Three is going down season two. You can see me and all the games, all the players, all the shit talking all summer long starting this Friday from Houston, Texas, 6.30 p.m. on FS1 and on Facebook Live. Test, test, check, 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 check. O'Shea Shit. Jackson Jr. Yeah. Your father has done some things. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty chill. He's pretty chill. <laughs> In the house, mm-hmm. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, and we were just talking about, you're talking about you're getting old. I remember you... When I used to play ball with your pops in the celebrity NBA yeah, league. The E-League. The E-League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back, uh, you know, when we were running up and down a full-length court. <laughs> Everybody out there having hoop dreams. And now you're talking about you're getting old. I'm getting fucking old. We're all getting old. You're, you're 27. You ain't getting old. Man. 27. You, 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 your brain is just forming into, a, you know, it, the pieces are just coming together. Dude, I stretch before I go to bed and when I wake up. Stretching's important. It's too much, dude. I mean, that's what I was like. Ugh. I grunt when I stand up. I'm like, Ugh. Now you're good. 
You came over here with the in and out. You're you're straight, yeah, man. If you can eat in and out like not like I would like when you're when you're my age, when you have to eat in and out, when you eat in and out, like you have to make an executive decision. You're like, what's gonna be the ramifications? Like how will I sleep from this? Like there's oh, like you could eat in and out, you could yeah. have in and out and again, again later on for dinner. Dude, I I, I honestly I might. I love In and Out. In and Out is fucking good. It's dangerous. You could have said, yo, rap, you want me to pick you up like a double double oh, animal man. style. Sorry, man. No, you, you spared me. So <laughs> O'Shea, Shay, Shay Jackson Jr. Let, let, let's yeah. get into this, cause I know you like ball. I see your tweets. Yeah, yeah, I go pretty hard. So you're a Laker fan? <laughs> Die hard. All right, so we're gonna get to your Lakers. Okay. Do so, but what do you think about this? You're 27, you're yeah. young. Yeah. Like I get called a hater. You know, because I shit on LeBron. Yeah. And, and you know, if you're a Laker fan, you know, mm. even even your age, like, it was okay to hate Kobe. Yeah, it, right? It's okay to hate Tom Brady. Yeah. It's, it's like, when we, in my generation, it was understood and okay to hate Larry Bird. Like, yeah. it made sense. Like, as a Giants fan, you think I like fucking Joe Montana? <laughs> no. I hated no. that motherfucker. Yeah, who cares? But LeBron, it's like, if you don't sit there and suck him off, yeah, it's you're ridiculous. a hater. You're a, yeah, I have to be called every day. And that's what Are you, start... Do you get called a hater? Oh, yeah, all the time. I'm a I'm an, a Kobe apologist. I'm, I'm all this. What I don't like is 02, uh, in 2002, Kobe's coming off of his his uh, his third championship. You know, we had just, we won in 2000, 2001, 2002. And I got to hear all this coverage about some kid who's not even in the league yet. Right. He has chosen one on his back. Right. He has all, and I'm like, I just got off three championships right. and I'm not getting no press. Right. And then from there, it's always been this, well, you know, he's going to be better. You know, he's going to be, he's chasing Mike, he's chasing Mike. And he was always going over Kobe. And so when Kobe was ready to see him in the finals, LeBron did didn't step up. Right. And all of your rings have this asterisk next to it. I love LeBron James. LeBron James is, is he's ridiculous. Every, he's ridiculous. But there's just, just these little characteristics, these little things that you won your first championship against a young Thunder team with a shortened season. All right, there's that one. And then Ray Allen, you really need to just loan your second ring over to him. Right. And then Kyrie hit the game winner against the Golden State. And there was the Draymond suspension. Yeah, and the Draymond suspension. And now that, you know, he's not there to help you with Steph Curry, Steph is lighting you up. So it's 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 a real type feeling when I hear about this guy. And I agree. I agree. I mean, and, and like, it's not to take it away, but it's like... I don't know. It's it's so much social media yeah. and all that stuff. And like it's just it's, it's not just, about LeBron. It's the LeBron fans that kill me. LeBron James. I wish you were a Laker, but your your fans, the people who I see bandwagon on all your teams, get all the fitted hats for the Heat for the Cavs. I'm tired of it. All right, y'all are three, four, six. So you're uh, if you had to say. Kobe, LeBron, Michael Jordan. What's the order you pick it in? Oh well, Michael Jordan they never did shit for me, so I'm gonna go Kobe Bryant. <laughs> you got Michael Kobe Jordan, over LeBron. Mike. Yeah, dude, Laker land, Laker land. All right, I'm. Thank you for the shoes, Mike. But did he hook you up with some shoes? No, 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 no. His son did. Thanks. Shout out to you know, <laughs> shout out to my man Marcus. <laughs> Hooked it up with some 16s. But no, it's uh, you know, I appreciate what Michael Jordan has done for the game. And I understand that. But when as a Laker fan, you're just Kobe. You Eastern Conference boys, I'm not trying to hear that shit. No, man. So so where are you at with your Lakers? I I, I want your curiosity on Lonzo yeah. and the Lavar thing. Because you have a father who, like, you know, even with the straight out of Compton movie, like your dad is like he, he's such an interesting dude because 
He's like, he puts you out there, but he also gets this business so well. He cut yeah. the cord on you. Yeah. You know, in terms of like, he's not going to be like, go to see, you know, he'll, he'll shout your support, but it's not yeah. like, my son is the next Denzel Washington. Yeah. And Denzel Washington ain't shit and all that stuff. So, what, so just on a basketball thing, where are yeah. you at with your Lakers? You, you might have an inside scoop. You oh, know yeah. all these people. You know all these people's sons. Is LeBron coming to the Lakers? What is your take on Kyle Kuzma? How do you feel as a Laker fan? What is your take? It's a three-part question. Yeah. How do you feel about the Lakers? Yeah. Is LeBron going to be a Laker? Yeah. And what is your take on the whole LeVar, Lonzo, 2017? Because it was <laughs> fucking... That was it's crazy. Circus. Yeah, it was a circus. And uh, I love the state of the Lakers. I feel the excitement you know, in the city. And uh, I know for... I'm not going to say for a fact, but I know I feel the surest about Paul George. Paul He's George coming. headed here. Yeah, I feel that for homeboy, sure. Homeboy left all his shit in Oklahoma City. <laughs> yeah, it's done. He right? got on a bus or a plane. He was like, whatever's here, I'm never going back. Never. The t- I always Listen, there was a time I was on the floor at a Laker game. It was Lakers versus OKC back when they had KD. And I was uh, heckling both of them. And I said, in Oklahoma City, the game starts at 730. The town closes at 8. There's no way I would want to stay there. Like you, there's no way. There's nothing you, you were can there do. for a game in Oklahoma City. No, 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 in LA. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. Just, I was just heckling. He, he's Westbrook just done. And KD. He, he's done because that just PG, didn't work. Yeah, I'm he's out of here. Done. He's coming here. Yeah, and you know, in all honesty, the LeBron thing, I, I of course want the best for the Lakers. I didn't think it had any weight till I heard my girl Ramona Shelburne. She she feels like he's coming to and, LA. Yeah, and that was that. You know, I call Ramona the Clipper killer because she brought out Donald Sterling. So like, you know yeah, that yeah, yeah. she she is her word is kind of like it holds a nice gravitas to it here in LA. And for her to say that, that's big. But if the LeBron thing doesn't work, how would you wrap your head around this though? As a LeBron, now you know. <laughs> How would you how would you emotionally cause people have said to me, Fizdale's the yeah. coach of the Knicks. He's got a great relationship with Miami. Yeah. I mean, with LeBron, because of yeah, his relationship with Miami. with Miami. And you're like, well, what if he somehow got LeBron to New York? Like, I'm like, that's like I have to like change my thinking then. Oh man. As a I, fan. Like, yeah. cause I'm like, I'm all in then, Look. but I just don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's you know, it's hard to be the good guys in here. You know Darth Vader thinking about coming over here. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, really? Right. So you got to change your like. It's like yeah. you got to reprogram. My your whole shit. thought is, I wanted every every one of my friends who's like a LeBron, just super supporter. I can't wait to shit on him. Like, I can't wait to just drag him through the mud. Like, if yeah, he buy here. that Laker jersey. Yeah, put it on. Yeah, put it on. Like, I love it. I love, and I want to get some of these uh, weird calls that he be getting as a Laker. So I, I need that to happen, and I feel like his legacy. If it comes here, it'll it'll reach. A, it's just gonna reach a different thing, and I I I really hope he does uh, listen to his kids and decide to come here and live. In they, they're talking about come here, dude. How could you not? You know, I don't know his kids. I'm not, but I know if I'm about to go into school, school, and you know, I could choose between Cleveland and Philly. And LA. he's not coming back. Yeah, that that shit has run its course. It is gone. You know, and he keeps talking about how he wants to make the Cavs a prestige. You did it. Organization. Even I'll say, LeBron, you don't need to do anything more yeah. for the Cavs. Like, yeah, they got cool logos, cool jersey sales. That's good. That's Bye-bye. <laughs> and, you know, in a way, even when he leaves, they'll be relevant. Like, he yeah. made them sexy. Yeah, as yeah. sexy Somewhat. as they could be without LeBron. One of the things that, that I, I dawned on me, now who knows if they would have even gotten there, but, like, the initial roster of the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers this mm. season, if they had had Isaiah Thomas, mm. uh, Crowder, and D. Wade, 
Uh, Iman Shumpert, who D Rose. Iman Shumpert is a huge piece that they're missing because he defensively, he gave Steph, like yeah. you know, he didn't stop him, but he's a big long yeah. guy who likes to play defense. Athletic, yeah, and he was down for defense. Yeah, like I think they'd be giving him more of a problem, but who knows? Like if they would have made it there, because that's just that situation seemed like it was going to implode. Yeah, it was but why bad. get rid of D Wade? Yeah, exactly. That shit was weird to me. That was weird. Because yeah. having him on, just on this team right there, like to have him, you know he's going to have some moments. You know he's going to hit some shots. He's going to keep the bench cool. That's what it was about. And, it, you know, that showed that GM part of LeBron. That's the part that everybody's scared of is that GM part. I, I know you would rather have kept Amon Shumper and Della Dova right. right now instead of paying Tristan and JR all that you did to hook them up. Right. And, like, you know, it's just things like that that go into account that make us look at this dude like, do we want him on the Lakers? And then to, to, to answer your question about the Lonzo and LeVar thing. You speak on that. Because yeah. you're, you're, you're a son of a very, like an icon. Yeah. And you're doing very your Very outspoken own, guy. Very outspoken guy, <laughs> yeah. but, but smart. Yeah, like, like, your father's smart. fucking smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when I talk to him about the big thing, I'm like, this is like a this is like a big picture dude. Like, you know, going from, you know, writing the songs that he wrote with NWA to leaving NWA. Yeah. To making a career as an actor, to be making a career as a mainstream actor. Yeah. To like I'm gonna do a three on three. Like like your father's like on some Steve Jobs outside yeah. the box thinking and if you tell me I can't do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to. And then, you know, I'll give you a call and see if you're still down. <laughs> right, you know, it's, right. It's that type of thing of, you know, my my whole thing, a lot of the people always ask me about Lonzo and LeVar because of how outspoken my father is. But I say, you know, I'm going to pat my dad on the back a little bit. This is, if, if that analogy went hand in hand, it would be like, if my dad was Jordan, if my dad was, you know, magic, and then, like, I wanted to be in the footsteps. LeVar, he wasn't a great player, and right, he right, wants right. his son to be a great player. So, you know, that some of those come off a little, like, your examples for for the things that you say for your son can hit people the wrong way. And if you hit the right person the wrong way, it can mess up a lot of things. When you say stuff like, if the Lakers don't sign all of my sons, Lonzo's going elsewhere. How do you expect Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka to, to handle that that press coverage? Or the fact that it looks like somebody has the Lakers, the logo of the league, by the ball. Right. No, it's just not good business sense. You can make all the shirts you want. But don't fuck up the best job I got. Like the, this Facebook shit, that's not my job. Like this big baller brand, it's not my job. My job is the Lakers. You right. gotta make sure you don't fuck up with me and my employer. And to to Lavar's credit, uh, uh, he's you haven't heard anything from him in months. I think he's yeah. Lithuania like, will do that. <laughs> Lithuania, like, but but like he you he's not, hasn't said shit. Yeah. And and I don't know if they had a talk or he was like I've made my impression I don't I can, you know like less is more shit we not in the playoffs <laughs> and you, you got nothing yeah. to say but I mean he could be commenting on all sorts mm -hmm. of shit like he said the last I heard he said something about I mean this is just him like because at first I didn't think he got the joke like I was like this motherfucker's dead serious mm -hmm. and I think in some ways he is dead serious but yeah. like he came out and said it's like well Alonzo was never hurt before he got to the Lakers I'm like. What does that mean? <laughs> I, like Orlando needs a point guard. Like they can send <laughs> yeah. your like yeah. at a certain point. Like he, right. you know, the Toronto Raptors, man, they're looking for a shakeup. Like it, it's not, it's not really a good idea to poke that bear, Levar. You know, it's not a good idea to be what y'all gonna do if I do this. That's not really a fun game to play when you when you are in such a 
Such a good spot. Your son is the point guard. For the Lakers. For the Los Angeles Lakers. And the year was shaky. He got injured. Kuzma was the guy. You know, like, it's like it's only the first year. And, I, you know, the thing is, people do like Lonzo. Like, yeah. I think collectively people want to see him He's do got well. charisma. His ba- my, my biggest thing with Lonzo, why I'm so behind him, is his basketball IQ yeah. is through the roof. His defense is crazy. Yeah. I just need the shot to go down. Yeah. And I love it, you know. And with the whole his brothers thing, I'm for any players that will increase the Lakers' chance of winning a championship. Any player that will not, I do not want. That's it. You're just ride or die. But yeah, man, purple go. So, so do you know these fucking guys? You're 27. Oh, like, yeah. These are like your like you're 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 not like the old dude. Like I got fucked up. I was at the All-Star game. Uh, Jalen Brown came over to me. No, Jason Tatum. It happened with Jalen Brown later, but Jason Tatum came over to me, and I'm like, I'm a big fan of his. He's like, oh, my mom's a big fan of yours. Can you take a picture? I'm like, (laughs) that's when you know you're fucking, like, the party's over. Like, the mother, like, the player who you want to talk to is coming over to talk to you because the mom is a fan. But you're the the peer of these dudes. Yeah, right now, like, I started noticing about, I think about, it was Julius Randle's draft. I started looking. I was like, Oh fuck! I'm older than everybody in the draft. Right. You know, I'm like, okay, wait a minute, hold on. And then I started getting tweets and like DMs, like, "Yo, I love straight out of Compton." I was like, God, from the like, players, yeah, from the players. I'm like, shit. Like my man uh, Zubat, my right. man Zoo, right. he was a first, one of the first to hit me. As soon as he got to the team, he was like, "Oh no, I'm in." But fuck that, I need to throw my dubs up. Like I'm ready to go. And then uh, you know, I. My man Kuzma, uh, uh, even Isaiah Thomas, before he, like Isaiah Thomas, when he was a Celtic, me and him had been cool. And I had constantly been on his head, like, man, what's it like being over there with the enemies, man? What's that, you know, how's that like growing up a Laker fan to be over there? And he was, you know, he had what he had to say about it. And he ended up over here. So, yeah, it's definitely. It's definitely a good thing. You could thing. be like a basketball insider. Dude, I'm trying to get some fucking tampering going on. <laughs> I'm ready to go, dude. Just put me in. I'm a spy. You could be like Magic's rogue yeah, tamper person. Like, you know, I'm not connected to the team, but I am. Right. I can get it done. Um. All right. So straight out of Compton. Mm-hmm. This was such a big success. Like, you know, you talk about something that for the culture yeah. that achieved and succeeded and surpassed all the expectations because it's such a probably the reason why it took so long to get made and everything had mm. to come together. It couldn't be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. You know what I mean? Like it's so like means so much to so, so to, to so many people, and you know it's such an opportunity for hip hop to like tell this story. But I mean, there's so many different uh, uh, things why it should be made, and there's so many uh, reasons how it could get fucked up. But it lived up to all the expectations. Yeah. When <laughs> did you playing Ice Cube become a reality? Like, when did your father, Dr. Dre, the director, like, what was your process of getting that part? I was at uh, I was at USC. I was at USC for uh, for screenwriting because I had always appreciated what film does for people and like, you know, just just the underlining meaning of what it does for somebody. You know that that feeling of 
when when I was a little kid, I went to go see Blade with my dad. When I got out the theater, I was fucking Blade. Like, I, you know, I was hacking shit up. Like, it gives you a different type of inspiration. And so I dig that. So I always wanted to make that world for everyone. I didn't always want to be the face because that that kind of stops a lot of your everyday things. Like, I can't go to Six Flags no more. Worth right. a damn. Right. But, but, you know, it was a, I was sitting in the kitchen, watching TV, and uh, my dad comes downstairs and he's like, hey, I got some news. They're taking this NWA movie uh, pretty serious. This is before it was called Straight Outta Compton. And, I, and, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> you know, that's what's up. Right. And he's like, well, uh, in a perfect world, uh, I would want you to play me. And in that moment, I'm not thinking about, you know, well, dad, uh, sorry, it's not a perfect world. Get, you know, get on. It's like, oh, shit. You know, your dad said he needs your help. Uh Uh-huh. Fuck. Okay. (laughs) And then it was like, all right, well, you got to audition. I was like, no, please let me audition. Because if I don't get it because I can't act, I feel way better. Had you you done any acting? Nothing. I'm straight, like, just straight from the kitchen. Like, get me into a, a, I had a a tutor, my, my acting coach. Uh, uh, Aaron Spicer, he's Will's acting coach. He, he's um, Gerard Butler's acting coach, and I just took it serious. I took it serious because I didn't want to get embarrassed, right? And I didn't want to embarrass him, right? So I knew that if people knew that I was scared to take the opportunity. I'm fucking done. They're gonna r- rip me apart, and if I take it and fail, still gonna rip me apart. Or it could be a bad movie and they rip me apart, right? So there's no choice. That'll be one of the things, like. It'll be like you'll be Sophia Coppola in yeah. Godfather Don't 3. Don't Godfather 3 me. Yeah, that's all I'm ho- So it was like, dude, we got to knock this shit. We got to get this. And then once uh, I got to the audition, I didn't get a call back. I didn't get like, no, nothing. It was just like I was in just a, a loop. It was just gone. And then I didn't really, I got call back after call back months in between. And I didn't get the part for two years before they were like, yeah, you could do it. And after that, I still had to train. I had to go get. Uh, I had a trainer, my man PJ Stahl. I worked out uh, ten day because uh, you had ten to sort of like de-age yourself a little, yeah, like to be I like seventeen thin ice cube. Seventeen. So I lost uh, fifteen pounds, twenty three days. It was the most ridiculous shit I've ever done. And and it's a weird thing because you're playing this character Ice Cube, who's yeah. your dad. Uh-huh. You know him as your dad. The world knows him as Ice Cube. Yeah. Y- you know, like. And that helped me, though. That helped me because the world sees him as Ice Cube, but in the movie, he hasn't become Ice Cube just yet. Right. So I got to still be, you know, the O'Shea is who I'm playing. So, like, that's that's something I held on to. I got you. Yeah, that's something I held on to is that he's still becoming his own. He's still trying to figure it out. And I would call him every day before I went to work, like, yo, this is what we're shooting. Da, 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 da. Where was your mind at? Like, for the bus, the bus scene is yeah. my first day at work. It's my first day of acting ever. And I was like, Dad, what are you thinking? He goes, oh, uh, you're going to die. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, all right, let me work with that. That's what he was thinking. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to die. Like, today is it. Is it. This fool just came on the bus with the gun. This is it. You and know? did you get, I mean... It's such an interesting thing because, you, you know, when I was thinking about having you, you know, being interviewed, you know, your perspective on, you know, NWA is like, it, it's such an iconic group and, and your father's career and his, his secrets of, there's like secrets of hip hop. Like we could do 200 films. We can do uh, the documentary about um, Dre and, um, oh, uh, the fuck was it called? I've talked about it. Uh, the, the Dre and uh, Defiant Ones. 
I mean, and there were like, I, I actually, like, I saw that and I was like, whoa. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Because it like, you know, there's more shit and like more video and more stuff of Easy and like, you see Dre, I'm like, what the fuck? But like, you have such an interesting perspective on talking specifically hip hop in terms of who's really who, who's not really who, you know, and as much as, you know, you could put in the film, there's only like, there's certain things like they're not going to put just because mm. like, there's like a, there's like a line yeah. and you're playing this part and like the, you know, this group is so, you know, like for me, like when NWA first came out and like all the controversy, it was like, there was no social media. There was, mm. You know, it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, what are <laughs> yeah. these dudes? Like, they sound like this is some L.A. shit. Like, I'm uh -huh. from New York. We've only heard New York hip hop except for, like, a few pieces. Like, it was just a, a whole bugged out thing. And then you guys do the movie and you kill it. Like, wh when did you feel like while you were shooting? I'm just rambling on about, like, like the group and the impression in the film. When did you feel like or did you ever get the feeling like, I got this this part? Like, when did you start feeling comfortable as an actor playing yeah. Ice Cube? Oh, man. It was uh, it was our first performance scene, and it's the Skateland scene. Okay. You know, the Skateland scene, you know, every, all my guys are, you know, they, they, they focus. I see them. You know, my man Jason, who plays Easy, Corey's Dre, uh, Neil is Yella, and Aldis is Ren. And I see them all focused because we're about to perform in about – from the like maybe 100, 200 people or however many extras they had in there. And in my head, I have been on stage with my dad since I was 18. So I'm like, this ain't shit. Like, you know, I'm about to rock this bitch. Like, and it's it's not even like it's not even like we performing a song that not everybody's gonna like. Like they supposed to love it. Like, I'm about to kill this shit. And we we had went through the scene a couple of times, a couple of times. And then so I finally asked Gary Gray, the director, I said, Can I get one? He was like, what you mean? I was like, can I get one? Can I like try to do my own thing with this one? He was like, all right, if you kill it. And so I, you know, Wednesday stay, I told the crowd, I was like, I need y'all to go fucking ballistic. I'm gonna be still as shit. And we just go rock this bitch. And then at the end, the whole do that shit, do that shit. That's all from the gut. That's like, so it, that was the realest moment. And I could see my group, like, you know, it was lit. It was live in there. And so right then and there, I was like. I better grab this shit by the horns. You know, I'm about to make my, what's going to be on screen is how people are going to see my dad forever. I'm about to superhero the fuck out of this, you know? So we, after that, you couldn't tell me shit. You felt comfortable. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm in it. And so, so you, you went to USC, mm -hmm. you, you graduated from USC? Oh no, I became an actor. Oh, you, so how many years did you did you? I, I was in the middle of my second year when Straight Outta Compton came, and so I had devoted everything to it, and I didn't get the part. Until my friends were already graduating. So I'm fucking nervous, dude. I'm like, yo, I ain't got no income. Left college. Like, I need to get this shit, dude. I need to make this acting shit work. Or I'm going to just have the finger pointed at me. And so it's... I'm still riding that shit. I'm still trying to make that shit work. Now, one of the things your father did that was a game changer for him, and it was controversies, like, you know, who did it, who did it, uh, uh, was right next... Well, Friday. Yeah. And, you know, he, like, penned that shit, you yeah. know, and whether it was him and put whatever the fuck that was. But you went to school for screenwriting. Yeah. Do you want to continue writing? Like, yeah. is that something you want to do? Because, you know, one of, again, one of the things your, your pops talked about was ownership and owning mm -hmm. the shit. Yeah. It's a huge part of it to be able to, because I, if I just, if I'm just an actor, you know, <laughs> being, right. and I'm just waiting, you know how that gets when right. you just, when you, that, that space it in between. Sucks. 
Oh, when you have nothing to do during the day, it, it drives sucks. you crazy. It's cool for a minute, then yeah. it sucks. I tell people the first two weeks of that unemployment are chill. Yeah, After cool. that, <laughs> yeah, so it's, that's... You know, it's boring. Yeah, so I want to... It's scary. You got to pre- present it for yourself. Right. You got to... You have to use all the, the style that you got, the, the skills that you have. And the one thing about USC... It taught me the difference between a movie and like a film, you know, like a real, you dig one of these Cannes film festival type shits and some popcorn shit, you know. So it gave me a a different look and it helps me so much with acting that how could you not want to write still? How could you not want to make something for yourself? And there's so many ideas that you come with just from being in the set environment that you like, nah, somebody needs to, you know what would be dope? You know what would be, write them shits down. Right. And then it's done. So you think you'll, you'll do something with writing oh yeah i got a, i got a few ideas that are definitely pretty heavy i know i'm and what i'm giving the most attention to right now is i'm writing the story of the the real original los angeles police department like the first like Going how it was back. made yeah way back when they had this little town los angeles and the jail was a fucking boulder with a chain you know like way back what made you think about that some stay in the realm, you know, stay in the realm of, you know, the the truth. And a lot of the a lot of the stories of the original LAPD, there's still parallels to the LAPD now. Gotcha. And they can't get mad at you or they can't block it if it's the truth. I got what you. do you want? Like what are you upset about? Like almost like in terms of like it started off there were things that there were flaws in the system to yeah, begin with. From the beginning. And yet you think something's gonna change? And then so, you know, con- all all coverage is good coverage, you right. know. So any kind of controversy that I would get as a filmmaker, I have to make sure that everything that I'm showing is the truth because, you know, you, you it's ugly. You you might be mad, but you're just mad at a mirror. Right. I got you. Um, all right, hip hop. Yeah. Let me just throw this at you. Okay. Excluding NWA, exclude first I'll throw this at you. Right. O'Shea Jackson's O'Shea Jackson Jr., mm. top five Shit. groups. Oh, groups. Today. Okay. Today. NWA is, it has to be excluded from the list because we can't have any preferential treatment. Right. Top five groups. Your top five groups. All right, groups. Outcast has to be number one, right? Well, you don't have to be in any order. All right, no order. All right, for sure. For so sure. you can just rattle them off because right. it, it's, it's interchangeable and you could forget one. So exactly, your top. So sure. Outcast one. Outcast for sure in there. Uh, I love me some red meth. Red man and method man. Whew, shit, the blackout. Yep. That shit is too wild. Okay. Um, what else? Groups. Let's see. Groups. I do, I do feel. Let's see. Let's see. It's, it's harder. It's harder in groups. I know I got my, my top five lyricists, but with a group, it, it definitely a lot of them will be one side. I know Migos. I do like the Migos. I okay. do know, I do okay. like the them as new artists. Uh, just to get some new new school in there. <laughs> Those are your these are your guys. These are your, yeah, this is your that, age. That right there, I've, I, you know. At first, I was just like everybody. I was like the all that rap was. I was talking shit, but I know I know some bad motherfuckers when I see them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, they know how to make some music. All right, um, that's three. You got two yeah, more. Yeah. Let's see. There's two so more. many. I mean, there's time. There's PE. There's yeah. Tribe. There's Dayla. There's my dad would kill me if I didn't put PE. Okay, he would definitely. Like, that made him, you know. Right. He, he, I asked my dad when I was a little kid who his favorite rapper was. He told me Chuck D. Like that, it's too much, and you got to go run. You got to okay. go. You have to. If you, right. I will get banned from life. Okay. You know? 
And uh, of course, I uh, got a chance to to rock with the Rev for that BT cipher shit. Cool dude, always right. respect. I mean, he's, so yeah, it's like royalty. You yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah, dude, the I mean, crispiest Adidas you've ever seen. In his your shits fucking are life. like 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 a different kind of white. There's no off white <laughs> yeah, no. shit with him. Don't even look. <laughs> All right, so now throw because top five lyricists rattle them, ex- excluding your father, excluding my who's father. always taken off yeah. a lot of lists, which is fucked. Like that's why I really wanted to do the movie because I was like, are y'all serious? He was 16. He gave y'all y'all hits when he was in 10th grade. Like you know, which is crazy about a lot of these dudes. Like you know, like when I talk shit about a rapper who's 19, 20, they're like, he's only 19. I'm like, motherfucker, Q-Tip wrote Benita Boom when he was 16. Yeah. Ice Cube, yeah, you know, dude. like Eric B and Rakim, they were 19 when they first came out. They were all te- like, it wasn't like 40 year old motherfuckers. Like yeah. it, it didn't, it didn't exist. Melly Mel and these dudes, they were in their 20s and shit. Yeah. So when you're like, he's only 20, even producer Swiss Beast was 17 when he made Rough Riders Anthem. Right, you know, like it's. A- Pharrell, 17, when he's working right. with Teddy Riley. So I don't want to hear this age shit. Yeah, no, 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 no. Your your prime as a rapper, as a musician, <laughs> historically is when you're young. Yeah, it's a win- it's a window of when your shit is hot and other people f- like are into your wave, and your wave will pass. It's, it's an ocean out there, right? So don't you know? It's I don't want to hear that you're talking about 19 year olds. Like yo, he's whack. He's whack. I don't give a fuck. You know, like <laughs> yeah. UPS is hiring. Yeah, dude. It's it's definitely we all love music. We all shouldn't do music. I agree. <laughs> we all love like there's nobody like oh I hate music. Right. Like nobody does that. Right. We all shouldn't do music. Right. So all right. So your top five. Top five. If it's no ice cube on it, no ice cube. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta put my man Marshall Mathers on there. Okay. Scary, scary motherfucker, Marshall Mathers. Okay. Uh, Andre three thousand okay. has to make that list. That's two. Um, let's see, Jay Z. No, I just have to. I just have to. And my man, when he's not on his pussy, 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 pussy talk, Lil Wayne is a bad motherfucker. Okay. And then, uh, oh, this. I mean, last you're, you're gonna leave twenty people out. Yeah, I'm, so I'm gonna leave a thousand it's just, people. It's out. an interchangeable I'm, list. I would. If I could give him give him that spot, I'll give it to Biggie. Okay. I'll, I'll put Biggie on there just because I personally prefer to listen to Biggie acapellas than the songs because his bars are they paint a picture so well that you just can't you can't deny it. You can't shake. That How do you? Shit. I mean, I've heard some Biggie acapellas, but do you have yeah. like a like a? Oh tr- yeah, I got a few. I, I produce. I do beats. I do. So you pull them out and shit. Oh yeah, and then when you you know. Oh, hit so you know how to bit. fuck with them and take like. Oh take, yeah, hit them with a little bit of reverb. Oh, you gotta give me. Echo. You gotta hook me up with some of them shit. And some of them. Oh, I got you. I got a few acapellas. A few great artists. So that's dope. Like so. So you 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 make it the acapella. Oh yeah. This isn't like oh, and your pops like you know in the office. Oh like, no no no! I gotta look for these. I gotta I make. I you gotta it. hook me up for <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. I got a few of those. Because because I, I know what you mean. You're hearing, um, you're hearing just the purity. Like I, I you know, I, one thing in that um, fuck in that uh, goddamn um, the doctor the defiant Dre, ones, the defiant ones. Yeah. When he's fucking around with the Marvin Gaye acapellas, you're like you're hearing Ooh, just yeah. the skill. Yeah, you like it's just like you're hearing the greatness, and yeah, when exactly. I, when you hear certain rappers, just the the acapellas, you hear like like you brought up Meth, like he used to, he still does, it, but he used he made like a he made like a that yeah. sound he made into part of the verse, like, yeah, yeah, like as yeah. an and or a but, like he made it an inflection. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's just it's just you cut you kind of you feel in the booth with them, right? And it's it's a different type of experience, and I got a love for that watching. Uh, Lil Wayne had this documentary, The Carter, 
and you would hear him, you would see him in the booth and you wouldn't hear the music, you just hear him rapping. And I was, you know, I was kind of cool. So I got like the Erica Badu on and on acapella, even the the Aaliyah uh, let me know the, you know, one in a million. That's it, dope. It's just certain things that give you, you know, they give you chills. That's dope. I and, agree. Man. So acapellas is my way to go. That's dope. Um, uh, A big discussion. <laughs> it is driving me fucking nuts. <laughs> The fucking Kanye record. Uh, well, well, what is your? You're 27, so yeah. it's like, but you obviously, uh, uh, you're well seasoned in in all things hip hop, yeah. uh, 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 because of this guy. Um, what is your take? You're a young guy. Mm. What is your take on the record? What is your take on uh, like just the whole phenomenon of Kanye as of late? When I see Kanye, I see a more. I see, I see the same fire that I see in my father, but it just had a backdraft. And so it like kind of reached out a little bit far and it's, it's hard to pull that back in. You know, it's a uh, uh, Gemini artists are Kanye, my dad, Tupac, Kendrick, Andre 2000, the very outspoken, deep thinkers. And you got to know the time and the place aspect before you let out information. And, you know, it, 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 it's gotten to a point where you're starting to kind of shun the fans from before. And we've always grown with you. You know, we've always grown with you through the, you know, through all the all the struggles, college dropout and beyond. And it's been dope. It's always been dope. You've always delivered the good music. What I don't understand are the people who are truly like so offended by Kanye that they are just, you know, like the, the witch hunt aspect. All you got to do is not listen to a motherfucker to not hear them. And, you know, I just think that I would definitely love a, a bigger album than what he gave me. You know, I felt like it was too short to even really get into a groove. They all wasn't five star but he did give me you know there are some deaf bang uh some bangers on there I you say bangers on there dude i love the tristan verse the tristan thompson disc yes and of course anytime you drop an ice cube bar i'm gonna love the song <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna love the song so you know it sounds like yeezus part two okay you know and any it's starting to tell me that any album that kanye drops that's his nickname like yeezus was his own nickname and that was yay that i'm i'm I'll wait for other people to play it for me. I'm not gonna be upset at midnight like everyone was. Do you think? Do you? Because for me, like, I, like for me, like I love the Pusha T record and I love the production Ooh. of it. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm not like one of these people. Like I'm like, yeah, this guy's a fucking nut. Yeah. You know, I don't agree with what he was saying. He's fucking bugging out. But at the end of the day, like, like if you play some shit, you play some shit. Yeah, it's hot. If it's hot, it's hot. That's the same thing with LeBron. Like, yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he's a crybaby. Wish he was a Laker. It, it, it's, it's like rap beef. It's like whether you're on Ice Cube or NWA side. Like, yo, they made bangers. He yeah. made bangers. Like, like you're gonna respond to the bangers or not? Yeah. Like music, there's no denying. Like it's it's, it's the either, funk. You can't fake it. the funk. Dude. You can't. You can't. Like if if the fucking world came to an end and and then they rediscovered James Brown. 300 years from now, when they play it, mm. you're going to respond the same way they play, you responded in the 60s. Yeah. There's, there's, you don't need explanation. And the mm -hmm. thing about this record, from a, from a production point, I'm like, 
I'm having to think too much, like to try to appreciate. Like I'm yeah. like, like, like I'm, not, I'm either responding or not. Like I don't give a fuck about your politics. I don't give a fuck. Like if you yeah. made a banger, yeah. nobody's gonna say shit. And that that was a big thing. That do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he should like like just give me the, the bangers. Songs, I would have loved for you to like what you're what I'm upset with you about in the media does not have to be on your record all the time like it does not you don't have to keep reminding me about the Trump thing or you don't have to let me know like I don't need to know all the personal shit about the Kardashians. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like, know. Like, it's ain't TMZ. I'm not a fucking Us Weekly. Like, yeah, I don't care a, about the gossip. Some diary type stuff. No, nah, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. I just want the, the the bangers. And if you want to do the gossip shit, it needs to be yeah. under some shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's that. that's why I needed more than seven tracks. Because that way, you have the chance to have those records and still satisfy those fans who want the banger. Right. So, you know, if, you, if you're making a little quick EP for the summer. That's an EP. For us. For the summer that's different but you're telling you have people flying to wyoming to listen to these seven songs i'm good i'll just buy the shoes i'm sorry i i i fucking agree <laughs> what so you dig the push a t record yeah i did push i did push a t yeah, I, you know it's just he spits he spits and that's what i'm yearning for right the, the dancing and club vibe only works if i'm at a party i don't want to hear that all the time and a record that i think i think if kanye's record hit me the way that kod did the j cole thing yeah yeah i would have nothing to say because kod j cole doesn't go for the club hits he doesn't yeah. do that no but he, he still finds a way to give me that message through you know still having banging beats you mm -hmm. know motivate and mm -hmm. like things like that and it doesn't it doesn't hurt to have the the song for the nba finals that right. doesn't hurt as well but kanye is gonna be kanye that's the one thing that i I, the piece that of my father that I see in Kanye is I'm gonna do my thing. I don't give a fuck who sees it, who gives a shit. As long as you know, I love me some me, and I gotta respect that. And I know that he will continue to grow as an artist. And I'm not gonna not be there when he hit me with that shit again. Mm -hmm. When he hit me with that good again. Mm -hmm. And all I'm asking as a fan is. Can you put the fucking bear head on an album sometime? You know, can I get it? Can I get at least the back of the album have the bear head or something? Right. I, I do miss that part. I, I I hear you. I hear you because at a certain point, like I said, I don't know, man. It's just like it's a such a weird time and social media and like the declaration. I don't care who the fuck it is. Yeah. If it's Rakim, KRS One. Uh, you know, fucking Marvin Gaye, whoever the fuck it is, the Rolling Stones, whatever you're into, Coldplay, you can't declare something uh, a classic no. after listening to it one time on some headphones. No. You know, like, it's can't a classic. Be. Like, motherfucker, it just came out. Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. A classic like, are you stands even gonna the listen? test of time. That's it. You're like, yeah. yo, it's an instant classic. The, the two don't make a, they don't make sense. Like, are you even listening to this shit in July? Like yeah. we're talking about classics. Classics, no, it, it needs time to to breathe. It's it's just not. It's Music just not will get it. Classics will get in your in your fucking in your yeah, DNA. They grab you like uh, you say uh, KRS One. Step into a world when you hear that, you don't stop in your fucking tracks. Period. I gotta hear that record. Like Period. you know, it's just how it is. You gotta you gotta let it time let it stand the test of time before you call it a classic. If you like the record, you like the record. If I like the Avengers, I'm not like this is the greatest movie of all time. You know, I'm not like it's it's just, it's just it's a you're caught in the vibe of the moment. I agree. And you gotta let that shit breathe. I agree. 
You know, I think hip hop, it's in such an interesting place because you have all these mumble rappers. Mm. Then you have the J. Coles. You have the Kendricks. Mm. You know, you still have, you, you know, like there's just, it's in a good place. I, I just get, me as a fan, I just get worried that the diversity, because because there was diversity when it was, you know, East Coast heavy, and then, you know, all the West Coast came, and then the mm. South came with Ghetto Boys, and then Andre and these dudes, and then, like, even, like, dudes like MC Breed in the middle of the country. You know, Iowa was never really rocked. You know, the, you, you know, you got my Seattle dudes, you know, <laughs> and Florida. But, like, now it's, like, I don't think that, like, as production goes for I feel like that's suffering even more yeah. than the rhymes. A lot of the songs, are if you blend them together, you'd never know the song went off. And it's, it's everybody. You used to be able to tell where somebody was rapping. I've or gotten who produced to, it. Yo, at least be able to be like, oh no, these are Timbo drums. You know, or this is a Marley Mall beat. It's, it's like, or this is some DJ Quick shit. You could tell. And now it's you know, there's so many because even I do beats and I'm on the same sites as y'all. And a lot of these, a lot of the sounds you get will say shit like, uh, 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 uh Mike will made it type snare and like you're so you're biting his his flavor now so you're just getting a watered down version of this guy's beat and yeah you might be able to make it rock with the same things but it takes away the individuality right and even the the repping part of hip hop I've had to get into so many debates you know how many people think ASAP Rocky is a uh, down south rapper right <laughs> like right so, he's from like Harlem that. I got to constantly ask well where is he from well where's this dude from. He's from, you know, it, it used to be different. You used to have a, a, a different type vibe. And, you know, it's it has its gift and its cursed aspect. There's not always going to be top five artists coming out. You know, there, and there's right. there's got to be those guys that's who why just give you a summer dudes. hit. Yeah, that's why there's special dudes. That's why there's guys that stand the test of time. There's role players and then there's the guy. And, and you know, one of the things that I, I always go back to, the first frame that you see I believe it's the first frame. I know in the in the Straight Outta Compton movie, the first time you see the Dr. Dre character, mm. you see him what? Laying, Land listening to music records. amongst all his records. Mm. So before he was thinking about being in groups, before he was thinking about being a producer, he was in love with these records. Mm -hmm. That was it. That's what he loved. Mm. Like a motherfucker who loved basketball or like a motherfucker who loves science or like a motherfucker who likes whatever. Like, And that image to me was, was indicative of why that man, mm. you know, turned out to do all the shit that he does. And I feel like now a lot of it is like, I want to be a rapper because I don't want to go to college. I want to yeah. be a rapper because, yo, I'm going to get Instagram. As opposed to like, you need to love the music. And like when you see like guys like, Dr. Dre, or you like Marley Marl, or Large Professor, or mm. DJ Quick, or or whoever the fuck you know any of these guys are, like Pete Rock, you know Premier. Like if you talk to them about, you could talk to them about jazz, you could talk to them about rock, you could yeah. talk about heavy metal, you could talk about you know soul music, and like they're like Google machines. Yeah, it's not a surface level thinking. No, it's, it goes it's deeper like, than they that. love it. Like yeah. that digging in the crate shit. Like that's not like a fun thing to go to a record store unless you love it. Yeah, unless like you I don't love, love it. it. Like I'm not want to like, fucking go to some back alley basement shit and dig through records. Yeah, no. I don't love it. Like I want to listen to it. Yeah, but you, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Like, I get it. it's and a I feel like that feeling. love is is lost. You know. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of superficial reasons why people <laughs> will choose to get into entertainment. And you know, I get it. That's that you know the the luxurious part of it is a is a is a piece that most people want in their lives. I get that, but you cannot get you cannot find this through a get rich quick scheme.
I agree. You cannot get it like that. There's nothing. Everything that's good for you, everything that's that's good for your body is slow cooked. It's so good. If you just eating fast food, you're fucked. You're going. Yeah, you we got just thirty days. Like you came over with the in and out, but no, yeah, you're yeah, right. right. You know, right. sometimes you got to grab that in and out. You need that one hit wonder. Exactly, but that's perfectly fine. I'll take my summer hit, but if I eat in and out every day, right, you're in you know, trouble. I'll be shitting out my heart. Right. <laughs> All right. So, are are you going to be on the on the road? Some of the games, big three. Oh yeah, I'm coming. I'm How much on. fun did you have last year, dude? The championship game was lit. I definitely got at James Harden. I apologize, James Harden. Did you say something to him? Yeah, Jay. He came. He came up and he saying what's up to everybody. And I didn't say what's up. I said put some purple and gold on. He said you right and walked away. <laughs> yeah, he. I'm he, a Laker, bro. You don't fuck around. Fu- no, nah, man. I can't be seen hugging and high fiving you, motherfuckers, bro. You better put some purple and gold. <laughs> You're on. on that fucking Laker I shit. I can't. Yeah, I met. Uh, I got to meet Jeannie, and uh, because uh, dudes over at ESPN, they let me. Uh, co-host the show from 12 to 3 every now and then and they let me do the genie episode so I got to do it with genie <sighs> I love her man if you're making if you're making your <laughs> top five, if you're making the starting five all-time Lakers yeah O'Shea Jackson Jr this is the easiest question you gave me give me your five Magic Johnson at the point at the point Kobe Bryant James Worthy I'm going to put Kareem at the four <laughs> Shaq at the just... five done it's over Go home, beat the traffic. And and you know what, Kareem, when you look at how far, he's like almost like if he wanted to in this day and age, like he could be out there shooting skyhook threes. Skyhook, like why don't Because he was they, shooting 18 footers. Why not try the sky? If I'm Anthony Davis. I agree. If I'm if I'm Joel Embiid, the skyhook. I sky totally hook, agree. Done. I'm going for 40s. <laughs> you know, I agree. I'm just done. I agree. And it's so, and those are bigs that can hit their free throws I just agree. like Kareem. I agree. I don't understand why they run away from it. The, the finesse game is like in right now. Everybody's right. got their moves. If you can do that without putting so much wear and tear on your body, they don't get how how valuable of a weapon the sky hook. I mean, Tristan Thompson, he has no offense. Like Tristan, <laughs> he takes a lot of shit. He's a tenacious rebounder. Yeah. He has... Not one fucking go-to move. Yeah, that dude can't even do a jump hook. Like literally, it's crazy. Like it's I'm, crazy. I'm just here to, to me. get the ball back to you, bro. Like I'll get it under the rim, and like he, he'll get it. I remember watching him game five when the game was still close last year, and at one point he got the ball under the rim, yeah. and he couldn't get the footwork to, and he threw it back out. I'm like, yo, this is basic basketball dude, shit. He's got pump it. Pump it, pump it, pump it! Like you can't do, you can't do anything, and you know it, it's you get exposed in the playoffs, right? You get exposed because the team has to see you at least four they times. They know you have no off. Like if you oh, get, the, like if he gets he, it, we good. Um, Den of Thieves. Oh yeah, big hit. Mm-hmm. Are you guys gonna make part two? Well, thank God it was a big hit. You know, I I got my the only stipulation I got about part two is I told him I need to kick some ass. I could not. I was so tired on set. Getting my ass beat all day. When you have to spend 15 hours in a hotel room getting choked out by Gerard Butler, it kind of pisses you off. What kind of an actor is he? Oh, he's cool. Super, in terms of like, super pro. He's a pro. Yeah, super pro. Uh, definitely uh, is a great shit talker. I need to talk shit on set or it's boring as shit. He talks a lot of shit. Him and 50. Oh, if, you, oh, if, you, if I could get 50 going, you know, 50 will give me some entertainment. But Gerard, same thing. But... Nobody talks shit like 50. What, what, <laughs> what makes, like, just in general, just yeah. about everything, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything, he just goes. Anything, and, he love. he needs somebody to right. 
shoot the shit with. You know, right. you could tell. And, you know, it's it's, it's funny to see, because I, I told Fit, like, I'm, I'm a fan. You know, I've been a fan. So to see him in that element of, Oh look! Look at this nigga learning his lines. You know, like look at him. Like I could see that it was cool. It was nothing but a great environment. Uh, I'm glad that all of them die and I don't. Right. <laughs> so for part two, yeah, I'm with it. You know, I, I can't speak for nobody else, but I'm, I'm down. All right, listen, uh, O'Shea. Everyone calls you Shea, right? Yeah, yeah. There's no O'Shea. I mean, there is. That's like my professional. But when if I'm comfortable now, nah, call me Shea. Yeah. I wish you tremendous amount of luck. Thank Keep you, doing man. your thing. Yeah. I'll see you at the big three. Yeah. I'll see you on the screen. Are you gonna are you gonna rhyme again? Would you rhyme again? If he if he asked me to, yeah, I would probably do it. Uh, you know, like on my shock G shit, you know, on the low. Because it's too much, too it's much, too much that it would affect both you. my jobs. I got you. And so, you know, that's I that's always be a part. Smart, of because then you there's a freedom and there's no, it's just it's either dope or it's not dope. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then you know you're, I mean? you're the masked mask man. Like you got some MF Doom shit <laughs> yeah, or some, exactly. some, some shock Gun G deal. shit. Thank I'm you for coming. I am Rap Poor Stereo Podcast. Shay Jackson. Anytime. Shit talker. Yeah. Good shit talker. <laughs> Very good. One with young shit talker in the building. I don't bring in any clowns. I want to thank O'Shea Jackson for rocking with the best. Uh, I will bet my bottom dollar that this dude will start his own podcast at some point. He loves it. He talks a lot of shit, knows his sports. He's doing the radio. He's doing uh, all sorts of things on ESPN. Check him out on Twitter, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Thank you for rocking with us. G Moody, last name rhymes with duty. Peace. Um, Miles Jordan, take us out of here with a smacker. Take us out of here with something nice. Let it play for the people. I'm out. Yeah.